Welcome, and here we are on episode 14 of the Gordon and Cherie Show. And I'm so excited to be back with you. We have rolled into this episode from 13, and uh, hopefully everybody has had a great Thanksgiving time that lives here in the U.S. And for everybody else, I think the whole attitude of being thankful and grateful, it's something that uh, it's a key component of a lifestyle of overcoming is gratitude. And uh, that's not what we're necessarily talking about today. But um, I'm so as we enter into this Thanksgiving season, it does uh, evoke a lot of feelings of remembrance of everything I'm grateful for. With gratitude, gratitude fuels one's endurance through their pain and suffering. Hmm. You're able to look at things that might be undesirable and just extract some positive things. I know an example of gratitude might be something like this. When I was in the hospital and I uh, was a quadriplegic, I had the sympathetic blockades. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget. I was so hot. I was burning up and just experiencing the air conditioning unit blowing some cool wind through the room, just some cool air. And I kept thinking, I'm thankful for that. Um, and just like today, I'm thankful for shoes. I'm thankful for clothes. I'm thankful for my, the health that I have. I'm thankful for my Bible. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for God. That's so good. Whatever it is, it will help empower you on this road of endurance, this right path mm. that leads to life, this narrow door, which is Jesus. That's such a good intro as we continue the journey together and with you, the audience. Um, and we were talking from spiritual maturity, going on to the experience. Um, in our last podcast, it was we introduced the idea of living in the experience. Um, and we're going to continue with experience right now, the experience of being a doer of God's Word. Absolutely. And so... Uh, why, you know, before you begin, would you like to introduce some of the people that have inspired the, us the most as far as authors and what motivation are you gaining as you read and study for these podcasts? Who are you some reading the, the most? Some of the authors might be Ravenhill, Sproul, Thomas, Nowen, hmm. Bonhoeffer, Willard, Zacharias, Lewis, Tozer, Manning. Austin Sparks, N.T. Wright, Batterson, the list goes on. This is not a light reading list. This is not light (laughs) reading, but you know what? It's so motivational because it brings in a lot of aspects about the Bible. And actually, my primary source that I've had for 27 years has been the Bible. Yeah. It's been the Word of God that's given me a lot of great information. But a lot of times we also look to see how other people deal with suffering and difficult subjects about spiritual maturity that's as well. That's right. That's right. Well, I so, mean, please bring up um, Angela Duckworth because she's also very motivational um, in her teachings and her TED Talks. And well, her, her teachings are about grit. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if they're meant to be as spiritual, but they help with self-discipline, and there's a lot of truth about grit. She was on a TED Talk and brought up this question, what if doing well in school and in life depends upon much more than your ability to learn quickly and easily? Hmm. And this applies to suffering, how you deal with difficult circumstances. And the number one predictor of success or overcoming, it was not social intelligence, 
It was not based on good looks, whether you're a man or a woman. It was not based on physical health, nor IQ. Hmm. It was based upon grit. In other words, that passion and perseverance to accomplish very long-term goals. In other words, the stamina to stick with your future. And we're being called with that same thing when we're dealing with intractable pain or long-term suffering. How do we stick with our future, which we know is eternal when yes. we believe in Christ? Yes. So that grit is something that's extremely important. And a lot of people don't even know what future looks like because they're just trying to exist in the moment. Yes. So how do you develop grit? That's my question for you. Well, it was first proposed by a Stanford University professor, Dr. Carol Dwick, and she mentioned growth mindset. Mm -hmm. It's the belief that we do not have to have our learned abilities on a fixed plane. In other words, it's not deductive reasoning. If I do this, then I can expect this outcome. God doesn't necessarily work in a deductive way. No. He works in a circular way. He works a back doorway. Totally. He works in a fourth dimension, a fifth dimension, That's right. a 26th dimension. Right. It is not straight if then, then this is your result. My very first home inspector told me this, and he used to be an engineer before he became a home inspector. He said, Sharice, life is not linear. Right. It's what you're saying. Right. And when I was 23 years old and he told me that, it something just it just clicked inside of me that I was expecting a linear life. I was expecting to do this if-then life and get the result. And... I think that, uh, and when you're somebody watching somebody in pain, as I've discussed in a previous podcast, control has been one of my bigger um, enemies to overcome. And I still do uh, because you're, you know, I want to control the environment or control. It's, it, it's like control becomes something that uh, is, is a substitute for what you can't get, maybe. And instead, giving up and surrendering and realizing there is so many more colors on the spectrum than the two that I'm seeing right now. There are so much more to life. There is so much more to the suffering component and walking with you through this suffering. Well, let's, let's take this. Here's your brain. We know that there's knowledge and data and wiring in your brain. Mm -hmm. Learning is an experience. Right. So let's take this learning capsule that we have. The more our brain is challenged, the more we learn. And what the psychologists are finding is the fact that when we take on those challenges, and even when we fail, we're not afraid to fail anymore because the wiring in our brain is changing. And it's changing to understand that we do not have to permanently fail we can relearn and adapt mm -hmm. and have new wiring and still deal with, for instance, pain and suffering. Yes. And the people that have the most grit, the most self-discipline, those are the ones that give the those are the ones that are going to experience success. Those are the ones that are going to have better outcomes with their life. Pain may be inevitable for the rest of a person's life. If they're suffering physically, emotionally, mentally, but that change in the brain 
that growth mindset. It's it's and that change in the brain. Um, obviously, God gave us the brain that changes, right? Right. And He colors in all those spaces inside of our mind. He gives us those new tracks. But I so think- so let's move on to this. Doing isn't just for you. Mm-hmm. When you become a doer of God's word, when you have grit to study the word of God and pray, when you have when you have that compulsion to move forward with a growth mindset, it's not just for you. Mm-hmm. It's for greater purposes. It's for others. Could be your family, friends, or community, or people you've never met. For us, it's part of this platform. We didn't even recognize yeah. this, but it's been going on 27 years years for you for me 24 for you Mm -hmm. but there's another kingdom element to it so in other words we're part of a greater experience we have a we have a vision that's been given to us to share with people to say listen becoming a doer of the word and not just to hear her there are some gritty powerful messages that come from this the experience of knowing god through your pain Instead of disassociating from God through right, it. Right, right. I think Knowing God through your pain. That's right. great. Yeah. 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 Well, here's a scripture. But prove yourselves doer of the word mm-hmm. and not merely hearers mm-hmm. who delude themselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man who looks at his natural face in a mirror. For once he has looked at himself and gone away, he immediately forgotten what kind of person he was. But one who looks intently at the perfect law, the law of liberty, and abides in it, Mm -hmm. not becoming a forgetful hearer, but an effectual doer, this man will be blessed in what he does. So when we take a look at that, I see that with pain as well. If you're going to walk through your painful circumstances, and you're not alone, and you're going to have this experience. You can't just hear the message. You have to do it. Because if you don't do it, self-delusion comes in. You you become a victim of self of so, self-delusion. Somebody in pain can become a victim of their own self-delusion. Right. And can I ask you, practically, did that ever happen to you? Yes. I developed pride in my suffering in my early years. And what how did that really translate? What did that what did that turn you into? Well, I refused to look at the warts and all the ugly stuff about what pain was doing to me. And I only focused on the possibilities and I was caught up in fantasy thinking and I really didn't see what was happening to me. We saw it in our marriage. We saw it with me. It was like I'm okay physically with my weight. Okay, I'll just get another size with all the pain that I have. I don't have to do this. I'm hearing the word. Mm -hmm. I'm hearing about the knowledge of Christ. But there was aspects that I was not doing. And it was that one day I looked in the mirror and said, holy cow, you've gained 75 pounds. Your your eyes are completely red. I was Mm -hmm. so puffed up. I looked at myself and I thought, who is this person? Do you know what's interesting as you say that? Is that the internal world inside of you was puffed up before the physical showed? Was it, Sharice? Yes. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, when you're saying that you were puffed up when you looked in the mirror, 
you, you, you were mentioning inside of you, you were also puffed up. Pride was a layer there. I was gaining knowledge that was puffing me up and, and I needed love to edify. So that's even in the last podcast, we talked about it, the scripture about that, um, that knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. Right. You And that mirror moment for you, it really was like a James moment. You finally looked in the mirror and didn't forget what you looked like. You were like, I see myself now for who I really am. My eyes are clear. I'm not looking through a frosted glass. Yes. Holy cow. Who is, who is this person? And all of a sudden, I saw this change in you and this was what 2006 in that change in that time frame early 2006 and i saw this change in you where that puffed up part of you i'm not even talking the physical but the inner world of you you um you no longer tried to compensate for who you were not right it's like you moved into this acceptance of i'm really this is this is what I've done to my body. It's racked with pain. But I've added from layers of pain that I feel, I've I've racked on all of these other layers. And the Lord was exposing those layers not to humiliate you, but out of his great love for you. He wanted you to see yourself in a different way. He wanted to know if I was going to walk through a narrow door that leads to life. Absolutely. Was I going to continue to do what I was doing? And the experience of that. Right. Did it happen one moment, one day? You you finally said, okay, I give this up. Now I'm going to get on the treadmill for a week and I'll be fine. No, I knew I was not going to get off the treadmill. <laughs> and for the record, I might not be on the treadmill six days a week, but starting this year, because well, last year when I turned 60, I moved it down to five days a week. So it's not that I'm not active with the treadmill. Part of that was also because of dehydration. I just want people to know sometimes you can dehydrate or uh, wear your body out with too much exercise. Right. Um, And so you've made some really good choices to exercise with the limitations that your body has now. But as far as the experience back in the scripture, Mm -hmm. when we can abide with God through this. Okay, that abiding peace is the experience. It's about fellowship. It requires that we do, do go deeper with devotion. Yes. It requires Gordon Sully to turn around and say, Heavenly Father, I'm going to just because of your grace, let's confess the sin that's still active in me. Let's confess the wrong thinking. Let's confess the pride that's developed in me let's move forward with that because I know by your Holy Spirit, you're making me into a new man. So I want to get rid of the former things. And I don't want self-delusion. As as that's happening to you, Gordon, it's also happening to me. Yes. I've, I'm becoming a new woman. And when you yield to that, when you see yourself for who you are, it also helps me to see the spotlight in areas that I may not want to see even about myself. But you give me the safety of actually turning that spotlight onto me to say, there are some places inside of me where I have pride. I have pride of standing next to you and suffering or pride about bringing in an income for this family or pride about whatever it is, you know, holding on, grasping at straws sometimes. 
Um, and that, that's not, that wasn't healthy or an attitude of love. Um, I've had pride when, you know, I've seen you hurting and it doesn't end. And it's, there's the question of when will this end? You know, I'm, I'm exhausted too. I know he is, but I'm exhausted too. And, and, you know, experience, endurance, all of those things, you know, when, when pride is, comes down and it's, it's, it, it yields to love. I'm telling you, then we have this brand new landscape to look at together. And those are the promises of being an effectual doer. Yeah. We get to be the individuals who can have a blessed life, no matter what the circumstances are around the landscape. And I can fall in love with you over and over and over again in this journey of suffering because you lay down that pride and you say, God, I surrender. And I want to go through the experience with you, God, and with you, Sharice. Very touching. Another aspect about being an effectual doer is that it's okay to write things down. I think some people need some basics. It's okay to put on your refrigerator, don't stop faith. Don't stop walking. Mm -hmm. Don't stop this. Stay in the middle. Whatever those motivational tips are for you mm -hmm. that move you into being a doer of the word and a doer of your faith and jumping into the middle of the most narrow and, and traveling deeper with God, mm -hmm. write it down so you can see it. That's good. You did. I did. We had it all over our house. We had it on the basement. Yes. Okay. I looked at those words. Do not stop. Stay in the middle. Bottom line. You, were, you also had be skinny and avoid the edges. Avoid the edges. And boy, does avoid the edges go for so many things beyond weight control. Avoid the edges in your thinking. Avoid temptations. Avoid the edges in, in being distracted. Avoid the edges of despair. Avoid the edges of blaming God. Avoid the edge. I mean, there's just so many Make a things. straight path to God. Well, he's made one to us. It, we he just absolutely have to, has. We just have to travel on his straight path. That's right. And we find that narrow path. And the further we travel in this journey of transformation, mm -hmm. the less we have to fear. And I think that was one of the largest revelations for me. The further I traveled, hmm. the less I was fearing. Now, we're supposed to always have a healthy fear of God. God is the one that can God is the one that can kill your body and kill your soul. Okay? But he doesn't. He has that power, but he doesn't do it. He is the Almighty. He's the author that deals with life. Absolutely. He's the one that we have to respect. When we fear God, it's because we actually he's so holy and he loves us so immensely absolutely and we have a god that loves us to the point of laying his life down for us and to the point of being with us by giving us his holy spirit to to be with us until the very end of our life until we see him in glory right i mean we fear because there is there is nothing more holy nothing more beautiful, nothing more powerful, nothing that that can transform us without him. 
So that fear is not, it's not a fear of punishment. It's, it's fearing because we love him. And the reverence we have for him. Mm-hmm. Another, I'm, I'm sharing the secret sauce with people right now that are suffering and who are wondering, okay, endurance, you're perfect and lacking in nothing. What does that mean? Another aspect is this. You no longer become scared of death. You're not afraid. Mm. You're not afraid to go to areas in which you were before, in which you had former thinking with your former life. Even though you're broken, you're not scared anymore. Does that mean you purposely accelerate your death? No, absolutely not. I'm just saying. No, no. You, you don't give up. You don't commit suicide. You don't. You, you don't self sabotage. You, you don't get into addictions that are horrible. No, when you do not, when you're not afraid of death anymore, yeah. and you know the death has no more sting, mm-hmm. you develop courage in your walk. You develop strength. You develop inspiration from the Holy Spirit. You develop a whole new way of living. So. It's fantastic. You can't have a wrecked body and have any hope if there's no eternity. Right. It's it's like if this is just the here and now and we're done, it's that's pretty dim. It's very it's very depressing and the thing is we will be walking from old to new throughout I mean, we are made to be new creatures. We're made to be new creatures. And the more our beliefs are tested, the stronger, more confident we become in our walk. And pain is one of those ultimate things that test the belief system. Ongoing. Yeah. And so when we're doing it, what happens with our beliefs, what happens with our thoughts is that we realize we cannot partially believe in God's grace. Hmm. It's not a partial thing. That lukewarm attitude, that lukewarm walk of faith takes us off the path that it, you mentioned earlier. It puts us back on that if then. If then. Yeah. The two-pronged thinking. If you partially believe in his grace, if God, you do this for me, then I will do this. You lose the transcendent thinking, and God the may, growth mindset. God may be saying, as T. Austin Sparks said, I'm leading you through the experience. And that's the answer to your prayer. Right. And as you're going down that path, you'll still be challenged with other things. I was challenged with this. Do you fully believe in my word? Mm-hmm. And I was honest and, and I said, God, I, I don't think I do. And so I bought the Bibles and I went through how many how many different no, versions we, of the we word? Don't need to discuss this part. Okay. Multiple Bibles, <laughs> multiple concordances. You've heard the list of authors prior in, in the podcast. But then my answer became I absolutely believe in your word. I absolutely, not just gaining the knowledge, which is extremely important. But I'm gaining the experience and I'm traveling deeper with you. I'm not afraid of death. I can start seeing life-giving aspects among the dark mm. spaces of my life. I love it. Absolutely. When you chose to get those Bibles and study the Word and say, yes, I fully believe in your Word, what did that full belief lead to for you? Is there it, an like a word did, did you think there was a word for me? Yes. What, what, well, no. What's the word, Trace? I don't want to say it for you, though. I mean, that the end of belief of, do you fully believe in my word? What What is that? I mean, what did that become for you? 
I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> I think, I mean, if I can say from observation, right? I think it's it's translated into love. Right. I think that's the end result of fully believing his word, is that God still loves you in your pain. And he's going to take you on a journey that you could have never imagined and never gone through without him. That's just me. And that's, and that's true because you go through different layers after you fully believe in his word. Mm-hmm. You start to see levels of hope. I was thinking of hope more than anything else. Good. Because that hope, drinking just a, a, a drop of hope, a cup of hope, you're drinking out of an oasis of hope, you're seeing the springs of living water coming about in your life. Obviously, love is part of all of it. It is all of it. But that hope was emboldened. My beliefs were emboldened. My thoughts were changed. I started to act differently. And I think you've seen love come out of the thorniest parts of pain that I've suffered. I really have. And it's because I fully believed in the word. It's very much like a rose. (laughs) Yes, it is. So to finish today, there's so many things we can talk about. And sometimes we go over a few things and there's overlapping concepts, but we're getting the art and skill and depth of the way God works through us through suffering. Yes. There's so many layers to each word that we discuss on the show. Yes. What what thought do you have to leave the the audience member today? I just want to continue to encourage you as the audience to keep going in hope. That word hope that you said just a minute ago. That is, that is what we truly want to impart to you who are suffering and in pain. Keep going in hope and by your experience through pain, may it transform you into something that you never thought was possible before. Amen. Amen. My word is this, be strong and courageous and walk through the narrow door that leads to life. Good. You will find yourself growing in the new experience of connection with God. No matter what. We are designed to be connected. We're designed to be connected. We're designed to have an experience. Absolutely. Well, thank you for today's podcast, Sharice. And thank you. And please, everybody, if you haven't signed up on our Facebook page, please do that. The Gordon and Sharice Show. Um, Also, follow us on Instagram. I said it. And and we also have our Apple podcast, Spotify, um, or YouTube. So please sign up, be a part of our community. We want to continue to grow in this journey with you. It's very important, and we so appreciate your support. And we pray for you today to continue to grow in these layers as well. Looking forward to 2021 coming up. That's right.